0: Welcome back another episode from the stands podcast we are officially in the postseason regular season's over we got a conference championship week coming up uh we got a lot of moves in the portal already even not even a, a week after the end of the season we got coaching changes already we got a lot to talk about uh so i'll, I'll start with you jago what's been going on man how, how have you seen this whole i feel like even though we haven't had football it's been the most chaotic like a few days we've had with just all the every few hours we got portal stuff going on
1: yeah, man, it's been going good. Uh, yeah, the news has been nonstop, and I thought the portal technically didn't open until like December fourth or something. But these kids are, um, announcing left and right. You know, Grayson McCall and some big names and stuff. They're they're kind of heading out and already announcing they're going to the portal. So it has been a crazy time in college football. Like I said, we we hadn't even gotten to the postseason yet. So, um, yeah, it's been a hell of a couple days.
0: Oh, that's true. So it doesn't open up yet. They're I guess just now announcing their intentions to go. I guess um yep I, I was curious when that portal started because it was weird seeing uh and clint tell me if you saw the same thing i was seeing some guys that are still in the conference championship hunt and then the playoff hunt some georgia guys some ohio state guys maybe guys that aren't playing but i saw them putting their name in for the portal already are you saying like just qbs or overall like, no just- i'm just saying like i've just seen some like again they're probably backup i've seen some like D <clears throat> it was just weird to see from those schools oh yeah, yeah. When, like there's yeah. still football to be played
2: yeah, that's everywhere. And and I think I heard, too, and I just found this out, that if you're going to be a grad transfer, that you can actually say, I'm entering the portal. But I but I heard, I think, up until the 4th, if you're still an undergrad, that you have to say, I intend to enter the portal, which I don't know why the verbiage matters. Uh, and you can't actually say, I'm entering the portal until the 4th. Um, I'll have to look deeper into that, but I heard that on um, some other podcast. I can't remember which one. I was surprised by it. I was like oh this is a weird rule but I think cool. that's why you're seeing like some guys like saying I intend to enter the portal right. blah 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 I don't know it's weird well my, my
0: initial understanding was that that's how a lot of the information goes out like you put your name in the portal and once you do that all your information is there coach you can contact you obviously in the day of social media who's to say these guys that are intending to go aren't already getting contacted by these teams that may be a violation who's actually regulating that if anybody so you're right does it it does it matter from here four or five days out? Like,
2: I, I yeah, don't really know. I don't know. It's a good question.
0: But uh, but speaking of, you brought up the quarterbacks, Clint. Give us some of the big name quarterback guys that are already into the portal, and if anyone <laughs> has already picked team and a and ship. Right. And this is
2: just like in the past few days. Like, uh, it's so bad that there almost might not be enough spots for all these players to go. Um, which then would be awkward because then you kind of have to rescind... Uh, your name in the transfer portal. Go right. back to your team. Be like, sorry, guys. I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. Some of the big names, Riley Leonard is leaving Duke. Um, not exactly sure where he's going. I've heard rumors about Notre Dame is super interested in him, which would be hmm. I feel like a pretty good fit. Um, KJ Jefferson's leaving Arkansas. Hmm. Um, obviously they had a disappointing season this year, so maybe he's looking for somewhere new to go. Kind of maybe he's trying to improve his draft, start to go the NFL. Maybe not. Maybe just want to play on a team that wins. Who knows? Tyler Van Dyke's leaving Miami. Uh, Will Howard's leaving Kansas State. Blake Shapin's leaving Baylor. Will Rogers leaving Mississippi State. Nate Johnson's leaving Utah. Max Johnson's leaving A&M. And that's just some of the bigger names. I mean, there's, there's probably a dozen more QBs just throughout the nation that have already been in the portal. So it's kind of nuts.
0: And Max Johnson said he was going to North Carolina. Looks like to take uh, Jake Mays to
2: Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, I yeah, missed that one. That is right. Yep. Yep. So that's well, there you totally. go.
0: again, whether that's official now or on the fourth or whatever, I don't know. Max Johnson has been there for a while or has been in college for a while coming from LSU there. So I don't know if he's going to mm-hmm. grad transfer yet. Um but yeah, it's kinda weird too, because you got I wonder how at least with Shane Beamer at South Carolina, he's talked about like they have a lot of conversations before they go into Portal. So again, I'm sure it could change depending on the situation, but it sounded like from him, his point of view, which again was a uh, an interview I saw, maybe maybe even going like last year's off season, that like, what look, th- once you're in the portal, like we're probably not going to have you come back. Just look if you're already kind of getting. So I'm curious with a lot of these coaching changes, how much people are waiting because you talk about KJ Jefferson. Um, they just hired, uh, rehired Bobby Petrino to be yeah. the coordinator. I was going to bring that up. Are, yeah. So it's like. Again, I, I don't know. It's been a while, you know, keeping up with Pacino, but, I mean, obviously, he had some prolific Arkansas teams when he was a head coach there, uh, an offensive guy, whether KJ wants to be involved in that or, like you said, he just wants to kind of maybe get a fresh start somewhere else. The thing yeah. with him is, and the, we talked about the rumors coming up with him in South Carolina is, I don't want him because I, I want Lenore Sellers to play too, um, which maybe would be a fit because they maybe play similar styles. The way he plays, which is why he's good, is also the reason he gets hurt a lot. Because he yes. has to run the ball. Yeah. He's a big tough guy. Very true. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. But Jacob, I'm gonna ask you a question. We uh we saw something that I didn't think we'd ever see. Uh miracle on thirty fourth street, give the Christmas holiday. Dabo <laughs> Sweeney might have opened his arms. Now again, he's not he said, Look, I'm gonna go in the portal, but I'm not getting these FPS guys. You know why? Because I don't believe in it. I'm gonna go down to division <laughs> two and I'm gonna offer I don't even know, was it D Lyman, maybe?
2: Offensive tackle Alan Heron. I believe.
0: <laughs> okay. I can't knock him for that because I need some offensive help too.
2: Listen, baby steps. Baby steps. He, he's he's easy this way into this world. Give him time. They're going to take yeah. high school, D2.
0: All right. We go D3. All right. We go FCS. Then maybe in six years, we'll go
2: FBS. Yeah. they start <laughs> recruiting uh, volleyball players. And then... I, I, <laughs> I, I, I thought, thought we would get tall, through... Probably yeah. like, Wide receiver. <laughs> True. Yeah. I
1: honestly thought we would get through like the conference championship weeks before we had to really talk about Dabo in the transfer portal, but here we
0: are. Well, you guys aren't playing for the conference championship, so he's got a lot of time. Well,
1: on. that's that's true, but we still have a bowl, <laughs> but like, still, it's like I, oh, you I thought we'd have game. a little bit of time.
0: But we have nothing else going on at South Carolina besides we better get as many offensive lines. Well, no, there's, as we there's can news,
1: have. Rather.
0: Yeah. If you okay, news. Um, I, I'm probably not that surprised that he declared to go to the NFL draft. Um, I also saw the carry on declared as well, which, I mean, he wasn't coming back any like he has been here five years or six Kinda years. Had to. So I did see that. Um, <clears throat> I would say definitely improved his draft stock this year. I think he'll probably be, I'd say, a second, third round guy, just depending on the needs of the team. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. unfortunately for us, I think him running around and moving around in the pocket as much as he did probably actually impressed Scouts more than anything. Frustrating for us, but you just see some of the throws he makes, i say. Like probably an NFL guy. Um, any other big portal guys um outside of quarterbacks that, that you guys have, maybe that we mentioned
2: or haven't mentioned? Um I'll stop my head. There was a few I saw a few names like receiver wise. I just didn't I forgot because there were so many quarterbacks that just keep popping so up made. on my feed that um I've kind of forgotten. Uh but yeah, yeah, it's already it's already hot and full of players. So um it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this T- smile like that, dude. God, God dang, uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And uh, shoot, South Carolina can use some guys, uh, especially in the trenches. But those are commodities, man. If if you're an O lineman, especially, and you hit the portal, I mean, it, I don't know if there's maybe a handful of teams outside of that. Every team in the nation is going to be calling and outside asking. Of probably Michigan and Georgia. Other <clears> than <throat> yeah. that, I bet you every <laughs> there's team. such a commodity, even so few of them. So, yeah, if you're if you're 350 and you can stand, yeah, you're probably getting a phone call.
0: And and I'll put this out there for South Carolina fan: if you're if you're 350, I don't care how old you are, male, female, we'll take you. It don't matter. Yeah. Just, just come and try out. <laughs> we
2: just will find a helmet that fits. Yeah,
0: we will find. <laughs> um, I've personally been doing some looking ever since the North Carolina game. So <laughs> I found found you a live. few. Uh, doing your part, man. Up Appreciate up to, you. To Shane Beamer, at Edu. I forgot what it. The, uh, the email is, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Um. All right. Enough of the portal. Uh. On, thankfully, I mean, for us, that'll keep us busy throughout throughout the off season. Um. Right. Coaching changes. Any other big coaching changes that has happened that we have not talked about? We we touched on Petrino, Jacob. Anybody else that we missed that's um made the big change?
1: Not think. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um. That should wait another week or two. I would, You know, the transfer portal news is flying off the shelf, right. but. Um, the coaching stuff should wait for just a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, not that I could think of off the top of my head.
2: Actually, I, think I wrote some, to happen. Yeah, I wrote some down uh, just because there has been a little bit of movement. Um, Mr. Trent. Yeah, man, dude. It's, it's, it gets me excited, dude. But coaches, less so just because it's like whatever. But uh, Michigan State, obviously, we know what they just went through. They actually hired Jonathan Smith out of um, Oregon State. And I think he brings with him the OC from Oregon State. So Oregon State's going through it. You know they're losing their conference pretty much. Now they lost their head yeah. coach, and I think their OC. Uh, so Michigan State looking to turn over new leaf and kind of put this crazy year behind them. A and M, obviously one of the bigger storylines, hires Mike Elko out of Duke. This was after it leaked that supposedly um, Stoops, Stoops. Yeah. from Kentucky was hired, and then. JK, no, he's not. And yeah. they hire Elko, which did y'all hear exactly how that played out? Because obviously it sounded weird. Like it actually was going to happen, even to the point where Stoops was like going to talk to the team. And then
0: apparently told people, I don't think the team. And then I guess the fan base got kind of riled up about it. And yep. the board did not approve it.
2: Oh, okay. So I, I didn't know. I didn't get that deep into it. I just saw like yeah, and It then, sounded something weird like that though, yeah.
0: And then was out a tweet like always oh, a wildcat. I was never going. Nah, yeah. buddy, you you. Yeah, right there. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> wait um,
0: but, uh, on the Oregon State thing real quick. Where's Oregon State going? Are they going? They're to not. Comp- comp- they're not. So they're that, not. So that so that's to me that's probably the only reason you move because okay maybe over time Michigan State has been better than Oregon State, but Oregon State has had some good years. And obviously the Pac-12 was still a thing, mm. I don't think you I don't think you leave that job for Michigan State because they're in shambles, but. I guess if you want to stay relevant, you're going to, like... I haven't looked at it, but I was listening to uh, Colin Coward today with Joel Klatt, and they were like, look at the Big Ten schedule as a whole next year. It's like every week is a big game. Which, obviously, yeah. I mean, you have USC, uh, Cal... I mean, you got UCLA, you got... Uh, well, not Cal,
2: I don't think, but Oregon.
0: You got all these teams coming in, so it makes sense. So, hey, you know I guess yeah. if you can get in with the big boys, go ahead and, and get a job. That's working. what I was going to
2: say, too. It has to be just, like, you want to stay where there's still going to be a conference. um, it, You wouldn't, because that feels kind of lateral to me, like you were just saying. Right. And you're going to be playing Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Like, uh, that's kind of crazy, but uh, listen, when when something like this catastrophic is happening to a conference, like it is the Pac-12, I mean, you, you got to move, so that, that's what he did. Right. Right.
0: No, I agree. I mean, I guess as a whole, you look at the university, like, they do support the athletic programs, if you at least look at look at basketball and, and then football,
2: you know. A mm-hmm. so. couple more. Um, Syracuse hires Georgia assistant Fran Brown to be their head coach. Of course, Syracuse ending their time with uh, Dino Babers, mm-hmm. uh, where apparently they start every year 6-0 and and then lose every game mm-hmm. after. Such a weird yep. time there. Um, we already talked about Bobby Trino. Um, Michigan St- uh, no, I'm sorry, Mississippi State hires... Jeff Lebby, who is the OC at Oklahoma. Um, so that's something to watch out for Oklahoma wise, that, obviously that's, that's
0: as the head coach or the o- OC. At Mississippi. Yeah. It's,
2: that's going to be a head coach because it, it. Zach Garnett's out from Mississippi States They hired Jeff Lebby. Um, and then a couple fires, Indiana fires, Tom Allen, Houston fires, Dana Holgerson and, uh, Penn state parts ways with their OC. I forget his name now, but, um, that's, that's some of the main ones obviously a few others out there um yeah that's some of the big moves that are already going down they're still football playing
0: yeah I mean we haven't even got to some of like <clears throat> some of the bigger schools that I think there's there's gonna be some more movement at, potentially hmm. uh, so, uh, yeah that's it is kind of crazy now that not that I think about it like conference realignment at least this year is gonna play a part in a lot of coaches decisions as because like you said the Oregon state thing is more of a lateral move if not if you look at just the way the the teams are now uh, drop, honestly. Mm. Um, yeah, just how it's going, but
2: especially because now, now you, Michigan State, you're playing like cleanup. Like it's not like you're just going to a, right. a a team that just needs a new coach. Like they're having to overcome a bunch of like drama and kind of like yeah. chaos throughout the program maybe. itself. Yeah, legal battles. I mean, geez. So I mean, yeah. It, I guess it's perfect time for Michigan State to find a head coach when a whole other conference is dissolving so there's head coaches to be found I guess so good on them but yeah it's kind of wild
0: how uh what are the chances that Michigan's uh, interim coach is, is getting a job after what he's done
1: no he I'm loves probably, Jim Harwell too much Jim Harwell
2: stays <laughs> staying there yeah dude he's he'd probably yeah, he'd probably he'd stay at them. Michigan for free they'd fire him he'd be like Can I just stay on the stay on the coaching <laughs> staff for free yep. oh, so they're crying on the sidelines who who hires Connor Stallions first Lane Kiffin or somebody else Oh,
0: that's a shoot. If, or do we have, if, we have if, to wait a
2: couple years if we get yeah. if we get those kind of results, man. I hope Beamer's on the phone, man. Oh
1: no, <laughs> hey, <laughs>
2: y'all
1: have already used them. All right, <laughs> hey. whatever.
0: I seems like familiar. <laughs> uh, oh man, all right. Well, let's uh let's wrap up a couple more things before we get to conference championship week. Huge weekend. Crazy playoff implications. We'll get into some scenario-based what-if uh, scenarios uh, situations because we we've been so busy with other things we haven't really had the, the chance to dive into that because that's man that could be a whole episode by itself. So let's uh, let's recap this season the 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 week uh, week to week top twenty five picks. Let's go through those. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think as far as bets settled up real quick. I know I know I'm going to be getting a Dylan Gabriel jersey. Unfortunately, I thought about you today, Clint. I need you to. Put a little inscription on it in a sharpie whenever I do get it. Um, maybe just put the regular season record, something like that. Sign it for me. Whatever you got you do. it. Hell yeah. Um, definitely need that to happen. I think I owe you a Snickers. Something else probably for another bet. Um, have <laughs> I won any bets? bets? Does anyone owe me anything? I don't really think so. Dude. I think <laughs> man, you lost a lot of these I bets. I tell but you what, I'm defeating Done pretty good. Another defeated. pick. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. What has that done for me? Pat on the back. I'll take. It. I'll take. It. Anyway, Clint, you got the records, man. Let the people know who's the real winner, who's the loser, if it's you. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, so quick recap of last week and I'll go through this quick. JC won again, surprise, surprise, had a thirteen and eight week. Uh so pretty solid. Myself and Gavin went twelve and nine. Um not bad, not bad. Over five hundred. Look, that's what I'm looking for. And then Jacob went eleven and eleven, so he hit the five hundred mark too. So After all is said and done for the regular season, here are the standings, and I'll start at the bottom with myself. Yes. Oh, no. I I am number four of four, and that includes being behind my seven year old son. I finished 121 and 114, but boys, it was dark there for a little bit. I was under 500. I told you my goal is over 500. Y'all help me through. I appreciate you.
0: Hey, I'll take it. Plus seven. There we
2: go. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I was one game behind my son, which is amazing. He went one twenty-two and one thirteen. Again, picks off of his favorite colors and which bird looks cooler or whatever. Uh, and he ends up well over five hundred. So good on him, man. We'll we'll definitely have him on. Yeah, yeah. Slow clap when for that. Take game. him to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. I don't want to on scar the dude. Yeah. Um, I'm going. Also, yeah, we're all going. also I wanted, I coming in. Yeah coming in second. Uh pretty good year, Jacob. 124-111, Jacob. How you feeling about second place?
1: You know what? That it that's a good year in my mind. If I'm going to lose to so somebody else with that kind of record,
2: you know, more power to him. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And then uh i begrudgingly disclose that the winner of the regular season, Pickums, popping bottles on the from the yeah you heard that on the from the stands (laughs) podcast i have to drink to get through this part uh is jc (laughs) jc actually finished super strong well won like the last three or four weeks of the season yeah won the last four weeks in the picks finished 133 102 and that's against the spread folks not bad jc how you feeling
0: uh i do want to shout out Jacob for making a late season push got me got me a little more motivated um <laughs> honestly man surprise surprise because we when we were talking about doing this before the season started i know we were kind of on the fence about all right do we do against the spread do we do straight up i've always kind of leaned straight up because against the spread just gets real hinky especially with these fu- you know 45 50 point spreads or whatever right um <clears> the <throat> only thing that like a lot of it is luck but at the same time it is nice to know that when every time you guys are like, "What are you doing? Why are you making these picks?" and it hits, that's that's the real win right there. Is when you guys look at me yep. like I'm the idiot, and it hits, that that's what makes me smile. So, look, Clint,
1: honestly, we should take credit in some of this because he just announced the game, and then it went to you or me, and then it came around to him, no, and he picked oh, last. Oh, you know, know what you're picks. right. Yeah, but you,
0: what did I so tell he you? he can thank you us know, for this whole you year. Know, you know, a lot of that was already <laughs> written down already. <laughs> and,
2: and there were a few times where I, I picked first, and if you want to change your order up, I'm good with it. Good with oh, it. man. You know what we should do? We should like, let Gavin announce the game. So he'll probably go, like, ooh, 180 and 40 or something. Hell, yeah. <clears throat> well, um, Very good I mean, year, po- JC.
0: I mean, possibly. Yeah, well um, done.
2: That's, that's the thing that pissed me off, though, because you make the dumbest bets, like, against us. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's an idiot, and then you smoke us in the picks. I'm like, I don't want to, like, just yep. a savant, like, but halfway, I don't know, weird stuff.
0: Yeah, half half, half savant.
2: Yeah, half the right idiot, idiot compliment. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Savant's not the no, word I man. want to use, but I gotta quit using the other one. So well, I'll stick with savant.
0: Yeah, just for our sakes so we don't get kicked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off the air. <laughs> uh, oh man! But a good yeah, that, win. That uh, I'm glad. Hey, we all finished over five hundred. Shout out to that. It was. I'm not surprised Gavin didn't finish last because we all kind of spoke that into existence. I think. Just, yeah, unfortunately, saying it, it might happen. So. Oh man, that's now, thing, actually. Around, actually, hilarious. quickly,
1: also a round of applause for us as all three of us for just making every week happen, like through all the traveling mm-hmm. and shit. Oh, yeah. We were there to
2: make every single pick. Like, yeah, Jacob, you were sick for like dang three weeks, straight. Yeah, there was a Man, hanging in there.
1: We all made it,
2: so cheers to that, boys.
0: Yeah, cheers, man. I can cheers to that. Oh, I
2: thought you were about to hold up another slice of pizza.
0: <laughs> no man, I wish <laughs> if I could throw you guys a slice through the through the thing. I did almost buy two, but you saw how big that was. <laughs> Just wanted yeah. <one> two. <laughs> Just long oh man! All right, well, uh, <laughs> let's uh let's get into these games that we got coming up, and then from there we can kind of talk about what um one what's gonna happen with the playoffs in general, and two what this weekend's obviously gonna do for it because um there's a lot of games. And uh, there's well, I tell it back. There's not a lot of games, but every single game outside of the, maybe the top <clears throat> twelve or whatever are actually gonna uh, determine who who's getting to the playoffs. So let's start Friday night, guys. Friday night, eight p.m. I'm actually kind of happy that this is on a Friday, um, separate away from these other things because this probably and you guys tell me, I think this is gonna be the one I, I'm most excited for. Um, obviously Alabama, Georgia, we, we've seen that a lot, but this is. This is the last time the the Pac-12 gets the, gets to be together, so um, you know, one of these teams is going to hopefully make the playoffs. So Friday night, Washington taking on Oregon. This game is in Las Vegas, um, which I don't know where they've normally hosted the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, I don't think it's been Vegas. Um, I want to say they are actually the home team hosted it for a while at their school. Could be wrong. Um, but Oregon opens up nine and a half point favorites. We we might have touched on this briefly as we were just kind of talking about. The end of last week's game, Clint. I'll start with you on this one. Uh, nine and a half. Surprise? Not surprise. Um, I know. I think we've all, as a group, kind of leaned Oregon, especially as of late. Bo Nix and the his plan. Uh, but yeah, well, how, how do you feel about this nine and a half point threat?
2: I I I see where the number comes from because these two teams are showed two different things. The second half, Oregon continued to improve, and they were already good, obviously. And finished super strong. Washington, on the other hand, kind of fell off. Like Penix didn't look quite right. I don't know if there's injuries involved. Um, that offense just wasn't quite clicking like they were the first half of the year. So I get where they're coming with the the nine and a half. But the more I thought about it, I was like, I I just don't know if I can if I could pull the trigger and go Oregon. One, because they've already seen each other. Obviously, they played during the year. It was a very close game, came down to like the last throw. Um and once you've seen a team, like the margins are thinner, like you already kind of know what the other team's about, what schemes they're going to run, uh, the, the looks they are going to give you on defense. Um, so it's just, it makes it harder to pull away to separate. Um, so honestly, I, I, I do think Oregon's going to win this game the way they've played just super, not just like, they're not just good. They're smart. They play really smart football starts with Bo eggs. He almost makes no mistakes. Um, And they they play some good defense, too. I I think uh, that gets left out when we talk about Bo Nix stuff and Heisman talks and all that. It's not just the offense. It's not just Bo Nix. This Oregon defense is pretty good, too. Um, So, obviously, they're going to hope to keep Penix at bay some. They're not going to be able to stop him all game, I don't believe. Um, And when Penix has the weapons he has and the skill set he has to be able to throw it really anywhere in the field, I think he'll be able to keep it close enough. So I'm personally going to take Washington plus the nine and a half. And I do think Oregon wins. And we'll see how this plays out for the playoff talks. But uh, I do think that uh, Oregon just has the upper hand now. And it's tough. Jacob talked about this way before the season even started, man. It's tough to beat a team twice. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to err on the side of that. And I'll take uh, Oregon to win outright, but Washington plus the nine and a half to cover
1: yeah i i mainly agree with pretty much everything you said um like like i like you credited me I, i've this is the only championship game that is actually a rematch every other game these teams have not played um each other this season so this is the one that is actually a rematch and like i like i've said it's very hard to beat a team um twice in one year and this game is going to be at a neutral site and i think that the main reason that Washington won it last time was one, their offense was playing a little bit better at that point in the season. This was week six, I believe um, when this first matchup happened and now it's week 13. Um, And as Clint, you, you put very well uh, Washington's um, last eight games, they've won by 10 points or fewer. Um, Now they won all of them, but it's been eight games in a row where it's been 10 points or fewer. And uh, this whole season, Oregon, besides that Washington, but when you average, uh, all their wins together, their average margin of victory this year is 26 points per game. And Washington's this year is only 15 points per game. Um, That's the big difference that I think the committee will see. And I think we'll see play out in this game. Um, Oregon's just much better overall team. I think Washington has to lean on Michael Penix a lot. And honestly, Odunzi a lot. Now that's a great set of players to lean on, but they can't like, they can't do this this whole year. Yet. And I think you've seen that. Like you said, it almost seems like Penix is almost hurt a little bit. Um, and he's still putting up these numbers, which is wild. But like, it, he, I think he's just tired, man. That They're 12-0. We've seen this plenty of times before. Um, and it's not just like O'Dunzi is like their whole receiver core has been good. And they're going to have to lean on them heavily this game. Um, Penix may have to throw for 400 yards to, to keep up with Oregon. Um, in my mind, and th- honestly, nobody's talking about it because all they have is receivers, but Dylan Johnson, they have to really run the ball a lot more than they did last time. In the game earlier this season, Oregon outrushed Washington 204 to 99. Um, that can't happen again if Washington's looking to, to try to pull this out. Um, nine and a half is a lot of points, but to be honest with you, man, especially with that margin of victory and everything, I have to take Oregon to cover that. Um, man, it's just too hard for me. And I, I had them. That was my. I I, I had to kind of go back and remember who I picked for all these conferences at the beginning of the year. I don't know if y'all y'all boys can remember who you picked for each conference, but dude, I um, sure don't. Yeah, I have to go back and for this to it for some of them, but I know Oregon was my pick, and it'd be foolish for me to change my mind now. Um, so I think like Clint, like you said, they're gonna win. I'm not super confident that they'll cover the nine and a half, but like. I, if there's a team to do it right now, it's this team this Oregon team? They're, they've been crushing it lately. So,
0: yeah, give me Oregon, dude. This is one of those tough ones, and you know we've kind of had not a long time to think about it, but I think ever since they played each other, and I'd say not not since then, ever since USC started faltering, we realized this was probably going to be the matchup we were going to get. So it's kind of been in the talks for a while in the college football world. So this is this is my thing. It's like when they played each other, obviously Washington was like, Penix was top of the Heisman. man. They were playing out of their mind. Oregon was not struggling at all either. Oregon was was playing really good football um, and Washington came out on top. It is hard to beat a team twice. I just, man, I think, I just don't see how Washington just, not that they could get beat by 10, 15 points and play the game of their life, but I, I don't see them laying down. I don't see this, I just, would it surprise me if Oregon won by ten points? No, not at all. The way they've been playing, but do I think that Washington is just going to let that happen after they've been hearing all the talk? Right, they're undefeated. They have beat Oregon, and they're the ones that are the underdog by nine and a half. Which, if I'm on Washington, I'm feeling the most disrespected ever. And like, if there's That's ever true. a chip on, if there's ever a chip on your shoulder, it's just it's disrespect. Now, again, you still got to play the game on the field. Don't get me wrong, but. I think the way their coach has handled um the season and he look he, he's very aware of the fact that when they were struggling if you will and only beating teams by a field goal or 10 points or that 15-7 win like he was aware of what the expectations were and that is a lot for a team especially a washington team that's like yeah they've been decent over the past maybe 7 8 years but they're not known as a as a national powerhouse so look this is a uh, like you said a neutral site game they're fighting for a chance at a playoff. Um, not only that, it means a lot for the Pac 12. They're going to be probably, I-, I think only one of these teams is getting in. We can have this discussion all you want, but I think it's just going to be one of these teams. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to decide with Clint here and, uh, I'm going to take Washington in the nine and a half. I think Oregon wins the game. I think it's going to be a lot like the first one. Um, but this time, Oregon comes out on top, which is going to suck for Washington. It's just going to be a time thing, right? Like, hey, man, this is this is the way it goes. Um, so, yeah, g- give me Washington and the nine and a half, uh, and we'll see, man. But uh, it should be a good one. What you got, Jacob?
1: Yeah, just two quick notes just for fun facts. The last time Washington won the Pac-12 championship was actually in 2018. Um, Utah's won it in the past two years, and then Oregon won it in 2019 and 2020. So it's been a few years since Washington's won it. And the the stat that really got me to pick Oregon in this, I understand it is a lot of points, and I respect y'all's um, picks for sure because it could easily happen either way. Um, but Oregon's nine two and one against the spread this year. Washington's five six and one. So I think Oregon's covered quite a lot, and that means Vegas normally hasn't figured out. And I've, I've even seen other lines that were ten, ten and a half, eleven. Right. So I'm, I'm sticking with Oregon. But go ahead.
0: Are you guys surprised that, like I said, I think these kind of has have stayed. Maybe the Georgia-Alabama one flipped. I think the Texas-Oklahoma state might have changed. But this one hasn't changed since when we uh, recorded our last episode. I believe it was nine and a half a week ago. Like I said, I know some other sites have, have maybe changed it up. But for the most part, this has stayed around there. It hasn't really moved. It hasn't moved downward, I'll say that. It's either gone stayed at nine and a half or gone up, like you said. So I thought maybe as the week will, it would go on, maybe some money would have shifted sides, but.
1: I, I saw it open to eight and a half. So oh, did okay, but that's what I'm saying. It so did. it's just
0: going yeah. up for Oregon. It's not going the other way. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. This next one's gonna be tough, man. I, I don't really know how I feel about this. Obviously, uh, Oak State's been kind of up and down. Had some big wins and had some not suspect losses, but you know, it's just they haven't been a super consistent team. But um, we're we're gonna get into Saturday, um, December second. Texas playing Oklahoma State. This is gonna be in Arlington. This is a Cowboy Stadium. Texas opens up as 15 and a half point favorites over Oak State. Um, Texas uh, finished out the year pretty good, 57 50 win over Texas Tech. Obviously, yours is back. That's been the talk um, and, and playing pretty well. Oak State, um, you know, big win over Oklahoma, finished the year strong. Texas obviously has a lot more to play for. Oak State's just going to ruin a season. And uh, like I kind of talked about last week, this is Texas' last time to, to really win this conference. Obviously, it is their last time to win this conference. I think they'd love to win the Big 12. and uh, and go out that way so Jacob I'll start with you on this one 15 and a half man a lot but not a lot like ha- how confident are you in this pick?
1: man it is it is hard to to give Oak State any points here um to be honest with you um Texas is is kind of rolling here lately I know last game they scored like 55 and they had their probably their best game of the year um I think a lot of things are, are against Oklahoma State. Um, they're 105th in the nation in rushing yards allowed, 113th in passing yards allowed, and 126th in offensive explosive plays. Um, so that's that's pretty much the very bottom of in the, in the nation. And uh, Texas also has the best red zone defense in the country. So even if they do get down the field um, with Ollie Gordon, who is – one of the best you know, running backs in the nation. Um, if they can get down the field, when they get down there to the red zone, it's going to be hard to to finish drives against that Texas defense. Um, and then on the other side, they have Quinn Ewers, who's playing at a very high level right now. Um, Oklahoma State's going to have, they're going to be running uphill, I feel like here. Um, 15 and a half is a lot, but man, I, I it'd be hard pressed for me to not take Texas and to cover here. I think they're trying to, to prove you know they're they're sitting at 7 right now in the rankings and so they have to make quite the leap and they need a couple things to fall their way but like if they come in here and make a statement and you know cover by you know maybe win by 25 30 that really helps their case getting to that next level um and making that playoff but the only chance that i think Oklahoma state has in this game to i think to cover not even to win is Allen Bowman needs to play out of his mind along with their like said the running back Ollie Gordon um, Alan Bowman's had 300 or more passing yards in the last three of his four games. But along with that, in the last three games, he's thrown six picks. So he can't let that turnover, uh, monster get him multiple times in this game. He's got to limit those. And like I said, stick with Alan Bowman. And they just got to hope and pray that they can keep it within 15. What about you, Clint?
2: So you, you got Texas? Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's tough for me, too. JC, you said it when you started talking about this game. Because I could just see it two different ways. I could see Texas like kind of like coming slow out of the gate, playing with their food a little bit, get the lead, but not really do anything crazy to, to risk turning over the ball so they play safe football, trying to get the win, get that conference championship belt, and then put their bid in for the playoff. Or... They just go bananas and absolutely wreck Oklahoma State, who is a team that's just one of the weirdest teams of this year. Like they have games where they're beating teams they shouldn't. They beat Oklahoma. They beat uh either Kansas, Kansas State, one of the two teams. But then they lost to South Alabama in the beginning of the year, like one of the first few games. They lost to UCF. That was a game where they only scored three points. And you're just, it's like a team where you're just like, you have no idea where you're gonna get. You talked about the last few games, Jacob, that they have turned on a bit offensively, but a little bit turnover prone with the quarterback. So it's tough, man. If you give Texas extra possessions, you're 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 sealing your fate right there. But I do think this is going to be one of those situations where they may rely on Ollie Gordon. And it will be tough to run against this Texas defense, but I think they may not have a choice. They may have to just try to establish and run, keep the ball out of Quinn Ewer's hands. Uh, and if they do that, hopefully the clock just runs out before Texas can get over fifteen. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna err on the side of hopefully a, a running game from Oklahoma State. Maybe they can catch a a, a turnover from Texas, um, and I'll I'll pick Oklahoma State plus the fifteen and a half. I'm not confident, but it's just it's kind of a gut feeling, so I, I'll roll that way.
0: Yeah, Clint, my take is similar to yours. I think. Uh... You made a good point about maybe Texas coming out saying that uh they're gonna maybe try to maybe do a little too much or press or try to get and then or like you said, they maybe they they play a little soft. I think they might get smacked in the mouth early and, and kinda need a wake up call. Um but but the point that I really agree with is the Ollie Gordon thing. Um, you know, the, the way he's ran the ball the last few weeks. Um, Jacob, you know, you've done a good job good job of making sure we feature him and, and not not letting, you know I think he, I don't know how he's not in the Heisman talk. I know it's a team thing, but if you just look at the guy's stats, man, it's absolutely insane. It seems like a lot of um, running backs are getting love recently in the Heisman Dogs. That's what I'm saying, dude. Even the year Melvin Gordon ran for like twenty six hundred yards, like not yeah. like no like that is not easy to do, especially in this day and age. So look, I think like you said, Clint, if they if Ollie Gordon gets the ball enough, which I don't think early on it's it's gonna be easy, like you said, but stick with him, use the clock to your advantage. I think the 15 and a half will, will maybe be tough to cover in that regard, um, which might be a 14 point win for Texas might be a 10 point win. I, I think at this point, I don't think I could be wrong. Maybe winning by 50 is going to impress the people uh, the, and by people, I mean the committee, but I think just you coming out as the conference champion um, more than likely with some help might, might propel them into the playoffs. So I would just worry about winning the game, whether you win by fifty or not, I don't think it matters. Um, Again, could be wrong, but I'm with you, Clint. Ollie Gordon, give him the ball, run the clock out, and and uh, Oak State. I'm I'm gonna take them, and, and that big spread. I just I'm I just got a feeling these conference championship games are gonna be a little closer. And like you said, this Oak State team's been pretty inconsistent, but if they're playing well, they they can be dangerous.
2: So yeah. Real quick That's before solid. we move on. Yep. Sorry. Uh. No, there you're good, good. man. Elite Murphy. He's he hit the transfer portal too, didn't he? Backup for Texas. We texted about it. Yeah,
0: did he? I heard. I I know they people talked about. it. I don't know if he actually said it or it was just like people assume.
2: I wasn't oh, sure. oh, okay. Yeah, see, I heard. I heard. I I don't know. That's why I, was asking. I don't. I
0: don't remember which one it was. So you guys, I mean, Jacob, did you see? I just I thought, people probably figured he was gone, but
2: yeah, I
1: thought we texted about it. Maybe it's not official to the fourth anyway. So I right. don't know. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like the beginning of this game is gonna. Make or break Oklahoma State. If they if they get down quick, then it's going to lean on like you, Clint you said, like it's going to lean on Bowman to kind of throw the ball and try to come back. And they're not going to be able to hand the ball off to Ollie Gordon. So it really matters right well this first first quarter.
2: That's a good point.
0: Well, speaking of, uh, we talked about guys in the Heisman Trophy. Like I think Ollie Gordon needs to be ahead of a few people, especially especially this this team. So, uh, but I could be wrong. Number one team in the nation, Georgia. They're taking on Alabama. That game is going to be in Atlanta. Georgia is five and a half point favorites. The reason I started off with that is I saw Carson Beck the last time I saw some of the, the most recent odds for the Heisman. He was like fourth or fifth, which to me is crazy. I'm not saying the kid's not having a good year, but if you look at the talent he's surrounded by and you just look at some of the other guys, that what are they doing for their team? It's just not the same, man. It's not the same. I think you you throw me out there with one eye, I could probably find Brock Bowers. If not, I, you know, but, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I at least could hand it off to some of those running backs, but uh that's neither here nor there. Georgia five and a half point favorites. Um Alabama obviously coming off a of, I still don't understand how they how they made that happen. Did you real quick, did you guys see the did you guys see the video? These guys are watching the game and as they're about to hike the ball, they're like they're they're streaming it and the it starts like a little spinning circle and the game's loading. So they don't oh, know what's geez. going on. And then <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, thankfully they were alabama fans the next second it's just alabama like celebrating in the end zone and they're just like (laughs) what what just happened like oh man anyway so bama coming off that crazy win which shouldn't have happened um georgia coming off you know a a pretty close one over georgia tech they sat some starters uh clint i'm gonna let you start out on this one is this am, am i the only one that maybe feels like Everyone's putting Georgia. Bama's got a good chance, especially the way Milro's been playing. Or do you think Georgia's just too good in the trenches? Uh, and maybe that offense has been playing really good that this is a that this is a pretty easy win for them. I say not easy, but like, hey, we go in and handle business and get out of here.
2: I mean I, I'm obviously I'm torn this is gonna be one of the better games, I think. However, I think me personally, I think we're looking a little too far into the win Alabama had over Auburn. Like, we're, I think a lot of people are looking at that as, like, a, whew, like, we made it. And I'm kind of looking at it as, like, there was flaws. Like, there was issues. Um, Now, Auburn didn't throw the ball well that game, but they ran it pretty well. And that was the game right before they played Georgia. Georgia gets to watch all that film. Like, oh, okay. Like the b gap is wide the f open most of the time we're just going to run it through that hole all night um i do i do kind of agree with you jc carson beck like i don't know if he should be that high in the heisman standings but he definitely has been a great player this year yes he's got talent around him yeah he's got maybe one of the best uh definitely the best tight end maybe one of the best just tight end slash receiver period to throw to cuz he's not just Mr. reliable but he, he can do anything with a football runs people over uh is pretty quick for his size like really quick for his size and like brock bowers and then you got lad who's really come on as of late and like you said they 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 sat on both this last game so they're gonna be nice and fresh
0: high uh, IQ that guy, kind of high guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a beast in the weight room um the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, but he's been uh as far as Ah, uh, Carson Beck. He's been really good. Like I, I watched some some of his games, and yeah, he started off like you know young, and not young, but like starting the season, you could tell he wasn't quite. Just the chemistry wasn't there yet. The right. Chemistry has absolutely developed since then. He makes some amazing throws. He's just not flashy about it, so it it's not as fun to watch, I guess. Um, Milrow, I meant to I meant to ask you too for Alabama during that Auburn game. Did y'all see? So during that whole fiasco where Auburn muffs the punt, Alabama's got a chance to score. They hike the ball. It goes past Milro because he wasn't ready for it. He gets the ball. Well, the play before the touchdown pass, like rolls out to his left and completely crosses the line of scrimmage by like three yards. And then kind of like scoots back to behind the line of scrimmage and then throws the ball and they're like, nah, bro, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey. it, re- it reminded me of, like, you remember Tua when uh, they were playing Georgia and he took that bad sack. And then, like, the next throw was like the touchdown pass or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, dude, good. Yeah, that's a good comparison. That's very good. Actually. Yeah. It's what it reminded me of. Uh, anyway, sorry, I, I digress. Alabama definitely is has improved. Milro has. Is obviously playing with a lot of confidence. If if this was the milro of Week Two or Three, there's no chance he he makes that throw to be an Auburn team in a game like that. Uh, so he's definitely playing better. However, I just think that Georgia is just all around going to be just the better team to try to win four quarters against. You might see flashes from Milrow. He's going to scramble. He's going to make some plays, but overall, Georgia is going to probably control most of this game. And because of that, I think they do cover and we're looking at it as like, yeah, Alabama was pretty good, but Georgia is of course the number one team. People are freaking out about the Georgia Tech game. It's like I'm not worried about that at all. So give me give me Georgia and I'll I'll lay the what's five and a half we said? Yeah, five and a half. Yep. Okay. Well, um
1: I've picked against the two of y'all twice already. So let me uh do it again. <laughs> let me talk this out. <laughs> All right. So, think about this, it. you want me to get my take
0: first, then you can figure it out. No, no, no. You may want to hear some of this.
1: Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I'm but, So, Georgia, th- this team's been unstoppable this whole season. This is what it's looked like. Clint, you brought it up. I was going to bring it up. Brock Bowers obviously rested last game, along with uh, I think it's Lad mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, Both of those guys are just aliens on the football field. And to get them both back, that's completely what Georgia needed. Um, the one thing that worries me about this Georgia team when it comes to this particular game you're not going to get a third week Georgia here or I'm sorry a Georgia a third week Bama or even like an eight or nine week Bama you're going to get Bama at his very best completely primed and ready for a championship game and you're going to get Nick Saban at that level you're going to get that Bama and Carson Beck I don't think has had that pressure on him yet this is one of the first games he's got le- legit pressure on him, and he's played outstanding this whole year. But here you are at the very last game, and I understand that's going to be what it is for Jalen Milroe. It's going to be what it is for every one of these players. In fact, some people would say, and this is coming from an ACC guy, and I hate to say it, but this has kind of been a semi national championship game every single year for the past forever. Mm-hmm. The yeah. SEC has been so dominant, and it's not any different this year. The only difference is there's a seven beside. Uh, Bama's name, um, which has been odd, but where I'm going with this is Saban, Nick Saban, is four and one against Kirby Smart. The one loss being in the playoffs. Um, so he's three and zero against playoffs? Georgia.
0: Yeah, sorry,
1: 0 <laughs> against that was Georgia. A perfect in S- everything Three and zero against Georgia in the SEC championship. Uh, the last time that Alabama has lost in uh in the in the city of Atlanta was 2008.
0: Oh did y'all know that? God. That's
1: it was crazy. to uh, Florida against I think none other than uh, Tim Tebow. That was Tim Tebow, right? Yeah, that makes 2008. Sense. Mm. Yep. So since then, Alabama in the city of Atlanta is 16 and 0. They were 8-0 against top 10 teams and 7-0 against top 5 teams. And 12 of those 16 games have been won by double digits. Um, Damn. Yeah, that's what I said too when I saw that. Damn. Now, this this game, again, is impressive from Bama's side because they made it yet again and Georgia's side for, because either one of these teams have been in the past 10 SEC championship games, which is wild to say. But with all that being said, I think Bama is peaking at the, very, at the right time I understand what happened last week. That was a rivalry game that you could almost say, like, we're dismissing the Georgia Tech game against Georgia. And that was a rivalry game it Was without certain players, whatever. I think Bama is going to be super well coached to get get here. Um, I think that they are playing at the best at the right time, and you're giving me five and a half points. I'm taking Bama to certainly cover the five and a half. And there's a part of me that wants to say that Bama will win this. I think there is a lot of chaos. Every single year, there's always chaos that comes the last three weeks of the season, and we haven't really gotten it yet. And I think this is where it can kind of start. So give me
2: give me Bama. To, like kind it. Of, to kind of go with your point there, Jacob, and JC, you could chime on this too. This is probably the best defense Georgia will have played, right? Yep. Like, they've, we all talked about their schedule. pretty easy for the first half of the year. I mean, if I had to guess their toughest off our defense was maybe Missouri? Maybe or Tennessee I'll, I'll, maybe.
0: I I'd, I'd give I would almost go Alabama, Missouri, Tennessee, maybe.
2: That's what I'm saying. That, like so it's probably the toughest defense that we'll have placed all or played all year. <laughs> right.
0: And and I go back to Clint, you made a point a few weeks ago that, that like Brock Bowers being out might have been the best thing for Carson Beck. Which, which I which I agree with because I think that that forced him to kind of spread the ball around and do some other things um but man th- something again jacob's got all the analytics and uh i, I haven't even thought about that like before even all the atlanta stuff which is insane if you don't think saban's tuned into all this all this talk i know he's 70 years old and yada yada he knows it's all oh, carby smarts it's Coming from the coaching tree, and Kirby Smart's taking over, and Georgia's the new Alabama, and they got all the new recruits and yada yada yada. I guarantee you, it won't leak out. But if you heard his pregame, he is just absolutely pissed off to hear this. Whether he whether he shows emotion or not, like they they showed the clip of him coming into the locker room after the Auburn game, dude showing no emotion. Um, if you watch Milro the past few games and like his postgame, team, how pumped up he is and the confidence, that's scary uh, for a guy, mm-hmm. especially in college when you can. If you have a college quarterback who can run and throw, it's a nightmare for a defensive coordinator. Carson Beck's going to sit in the pocket. Alabama's going to pin their ears back. I think it's going to be a good game. but think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, but I'm leaning Jacob, man. But I'll go a step further, Jacob. I got Bama winning the game. You do? And I was I think right there. Gonna, I said I couldn't I, I, see I think, it. I think it. I think it's going to cause some chaos. I don't know what it's going to do for the playoffs. Um, I think if Bama wins, I don't know how you put them in. Now, they win. Do you and Texas wins? Do you put them both in. To me, a, a a Bama win over the number one team in a conference championship, like the resumes, probably going to look better than Texas. I know you have the head to head stuff. We'll get to that this, a little bit. This, this this isn't the year you put two SEC teams. I just don't see it. A few years ago, yeah, it's happened. But yeah, give me Bama. Give me Bama showing up in a close one. Um, Damn, nice. I think I think Saban just comes back with the coaching and and he just and he pulls it out. So I think it's gonna be close though. I like we're talking
2: field goal or less. You think, you think Miss Terry, his wife, is like, maybe they'll just start sucking and finally retire and we can enjoy some retirement. He just like, you just keep freaking winning. She's like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm gonna watch him die on the sideline.
0: Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah. That
2: literally was gonna happen, dude.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buried underneath the happen. field. Shout, shout out, shout out, Miss Terry. Miss Terry. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's move on to the ACC. Obviously, more playoff implications. Um, no surprise here. Number four, Florida State. Obviously no Jordan Travis. Um taking on Louisville. That's gonna be in Charlotte. Florida State open up as two and a half point favorites. Boys, I'll start this one out and then I'll go Jacob Clint on this one. Um, obviously we can talk about it when we get to the when we get to the playoff stuff, but I think it's almost again, Clint, you brought it up, most deserving versus best. I think it's almost more impressive what Florida State's done since Jordan Travis. Um the way they finished that the South was it South or North Alabama, whichever team it was, the way they finished that game. Um, the way they beat Florida, um, I think it's almost more impressive because I don't, I don't see how like any other team, right? They, they, if, if Ohio state, let's say Ohio state beat Michigan, right? And then they lose Marvin Harrison jr. Like, are, are you saying now because of their best player that they're not deserving of a whatever? Again, I know Ohio state, Florida state, maybe not the right comparison because they have a better resume, but just because like, I can see it both ways. Obviously without Jordan Travis, they are not the team. I, I get it. They're not as good. But to me, you go undefeated in a power five school. ACC is not a terrible conference. That, that's obviously proven, right? Like top to bottom, Jacob, right? They're going to the what was it? The most bowl games? Is that write that down? Write that down. I'm just saying, <laughs> like let's just be real. Yes, so yes, yes. But with all that being said, Louisville's also been playing their butts off, and I really like what Louisville's doing. The thing is, Louisville's got their starting quarterback plan, um, and old Jack Plummer. Um, so this is my thing. Florida State being undefeated is going to cost some some issues, and since they already have them at four, I don't see any way they're going to drop out if they go undefeated. This is the problem; they're not going undefeated. Give me Louisville to win oh. this game straight up, and Florida—we don't—we don't—we don't even have to have this conversation. Charlotte's going to be bumping. Louisville fans are ready to go. Shout out Brian Brom. Shout out Jeff Brom. Florida State's out. No conversation. And uh, so, give me Texas Alabama in the playoff. Bama wins. Texas is Ams Florida State's out.
1: Jesus. I thought you were getting all into the uh, the playoff talk there and then you hit me with a you went back to the actual game we're talking about there we
0: go
2: hey man
0: i'm trying i'm trying
2: yeah there's your psycho <laughs> pick nice yeah
0: that's my so, psycho pick bama's not the psycho pick
1: what if i no. told y'all that uh, this is the best offense fsu will have played since lsu would
0: y'all believe me uh, yeah i mean i i, I guess statistically I have to. it is yeah it mm-hmm. is. I guess I'm um, surprised.
1: Yeah. So that worries me now. FSU. We we talked about. I don't want to disrespect them because they are twelve and zero. They have the whole team left, and football is the most team game of all team games. Um, they obviously lost their quarterback, and that that hurts them obviously in this game. Um, if Florida State wins this game, they should be in. But I'm with you, JC. I don't think they're winning this game. I think Louisville is going to straight up win this game. Um, Louisville last week, they lost to Kentucky and it, it really hurt to see that because we thought Louisville would be, you know, sitting there, where, where were they at before they lost like 10, somewhere around in there. Um, yeah, they wouldn't so. make the playoffs by any means, but it, this feels, it feels like they hurt their momentum. Well, then lost by one score, lost 38 to 31. And in that game, they had three turnovers and also a turnover on downs. So, you know, they lost the turnover battle by a lot. In that game, and if they didn't, I feel like they handled Kentucky in in a pretty good fashion. Um, And as Carolina saw, Kentucky's got a a decent little defense. So um, FSU has a decent little defense as well. They're uh, eighth in the country in sacks and forty seventh against the rush. But I think that's actually where Louisville will take take advantage of. uh, Jahar Jordan is a monster, and he's actually got better stats than Trey Benson this year. And Trey Benson's not a slouch. Um, He's got more yards than Trey Bitson, and I think they're going to lean on him here here, and keep um, that FSU defense on the field and maybe tire them out, pull a Clemson from years ago and run way too many plays and tire this defense out, keep them on the field, and, uh, yeah, I think Louisville will win this game straight up. Oh,
2: man. Now we're talking. Make sure I write this down. Oh, you write it down. God. Well, this is already over. And I already had this written down for myself. So it's not like I'm just trying to oppose you guys. I, I'm going to go, I'm going FSU, man. It's essentially a pick em game, pretty much two and a half. That's, you know, whatever. But uh, to, for me, what it comes down to is pretty much at uh, every position, FSU is going to win talent wise. Um, there may be a one off here and there for Louisville, but all in all, fSU just has the talent that does not always win games I'll give you that but that's what FSU' is gonna have to have uh work in their favor for this game obviously they're without their their guy their quarterback who you know maybe wasn't gonna be one of the top three for Heisman but was definitely putting up some numbers however their backup is you know not some guy that you know they just brought up from third string who's just learning how to strap his helmet like he's played a little bit of football and I believe he's gonna play smart enough. To just not turn the ball over, and honestly, that's probably what their the coaches are telling. Hey, just play smart. If it's not there, throw it away. Don't take right. the bad sacks. We're going to rely on running the game a good or running the ball a good bit. Expect a good bit of sweeps. Um, kind of what South Carolina does when we, you know, we're trying to mitigate it, not having an O line. But um, yeah, I, I don't think this is going to be a blowout by any means. Uh, if Louisville does win, I wouldn't be super surprised. However, I just see Florida State winning. Uh, most aspects of this game and letting their talent take over. And again, they they might Jack Plummer or is it Jake Plummer, Jack Plummer, the Louisville quarterback. Oh, actually, it could be
0: Jake's the dad. Jake Plummer's dad. Okay.
2: So Jake Plum- Plummer, whatever his first name you. is. I got you. I got you. Jake yeah, yeah. Jake Plummer's the NFL guy. Okay. Uh the dude that plays for Louisville, last name Plummer, quarterback. He uh he's a little turnover prone himself. It is so Jack, Jack okay. Um, so I think that it's, they may be able to, uh, have him make a mistake once or twice and be able to seal the deal, maybe late in the game. So give me Florida State. I'll lay the two and a half.
0: I like All right. All right.
2: I don't like yeah, it. D- d- yeah. This is going to, I mean, yeah, I, I think you're, I
0: mean, it's a pick and Like you said, man, it's going to be close. It's just, man, listen, that's,
2: maybe that's Florida a good, with a backup and
0: Florida's makes, not good, but. That's true. Well, I mean, although
2: Florida didn't have the quarterback either, so maybe that's yeah. a bad take.
0: Man, I tell you what, I think I just switched my picks seeing the spread that you have on here, Jacob, compared to what I've seen for this next game. Number two, Michigan, coming off a huge win over Ohio State. Big Ten championship game. This is in, Indiana- in Indianapolis, Indiana. Michigan is 21 and a half point favorite. I saw it at one point in this week at 23.5. Um, and I'll be honest, boys. When I was at twenty-three and a half, I was like, "I'm gonna go Iowa," because I think it's just gonna be weird, and I think that, I that's just what it is. Uh, but with that being said, Iowa can't score. We know that. That's that's obvious. Is Cooper Dejean playing? Because John, however you say it, I don't know if he's playing. I'll give him maybe three points because he'll put him in field goal range from a punt return. Um, I was gonna need, you know. Some turnovers and plus out of the field to get like to score points. So if we're going 21 and a half, man, conference championship game, I get it. I'd love to see Iowa just, man, I would absolutely probably lose it laughing if they somehow even made this a game. But uh, so 21 and a half, give me Michigan. I know two is not crazy different, but 23 and a half, I'm on Iowa. 21 and a half, I'm with Michigan. So get, <laughs> give me, give me Michigan to win. Um, you pulling Clint there. One more point. Yeah, oh, I'll flip my. Plate. I'm I'm telling you, that's what it is, mm-hmm. man. That's just <laughs> that's just what it is. So I'm gonna take Michigan, Jacob. How do you lean on this one? Obviously, Iowa's been the like, I don't want to say like the, the class clown this year for our podcast, but that's pretty much what they've been, um, yeah. just kind of making us all laugh on a daily basis. So I I do want to shout out Iowa. Um, I wish that that Clint would be donning an Iowa jersey. Um, may, maybe next year, we'll see if we can't work out another bet because no shot Oklahoma's in that conference gonna. <laughs> Gonna gonna not lose three games next year. Just like you know, <laughs> you go ahead and think about that one. But yeah. uh, let's uh let let's let's skip over that anyway. Jacob, give me your pick, man. Twenty one and a half, Michigan Big Ten championship game. Trying to trying to stay in the playoff hunt.
1: Okay, I do want to let the listeners know. Obviously, Michigan is favorite twenty one half, but the over under for this game is thirty five and a half. That's kind of crazy to have like a top five team and have an over under like that. Because Michigan, you've seen multiple games this year. They've scored 40, 50 points, upper thirties, and they could cover this by themselves. Um, that's just wild. First of all, uh, what would make me lean Michigan in this easily would be their seven and two against the spread in the last nine games against AP ranked opponents. Um, and Michigan's defense is seventh in the rush, uh, for yards per game allowed. Um, Obviously, Iowa can't throw the ball. So, what they do is they lean on rushing the ball. Which they can't do either. Can't do either. Obviously, this is going to be a rough sledding for them. But I I was trying to look this up earlier, and I I think I just got distracted. So, I never got to look this up. So, I'm going to ask y'all Is Harbaugh back for this game? He had just a three game suspension for. So, he's back for this game, correct?
2: I'm not sure,
0: honestly. My understanding is that was just, yeah, there's the last three games he should be back that's
1: what i thought that's what i read i remember hearing that he was just suspended for the regular season so he should be back for this game yep um i think michigan will certainly play inspired they've been it's like us against the world with all the shit they've had going on and harbaugh missing six games this year right um but boys we we have talked about it all year we've had something special with iowa all year long you could call it some bullshit specialness i don't know what you want to call it it's just been something to watch um the the crazy stat I kind of had is you know how like you can go uh, who am I saying who y'all are a couple of degenerates y'all like to bet um, you're gonna God you got, you got the same one I got it <laughs> you God, gotta, yeah 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 exactly. oh, yeah. I gotta, <laughs> yeah yeah oh, okay well maybe this is what you got but you can do a prop bet for a team
2: scoring per half Is exactly what it is in the clinic. yeah team totals
1: yeah go, go ahead finish it off then.
2: No, no. I mean, you had it, but yeah, so you could bet team totals either for the game or uh, for a half, first half, second half. So say South Carolina team total first half is 14 points. You're betting if they're going to score at least 14 points or not, whatever. So and Jacob obviously has seen the same thing. I don't Iowa, know this, so I'm excited. It's so ridiculous, bro. It's, so yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard of this in my life. Nope. I was both for first half and second half team total points over under 0. 0.5.
1: yes you heard that right it
0: it should be it should be one because they're they're more likely to get a safety than they are to kick a field goal (laughs) like so they might get two maybe that's what i've heard is like
1: their best chance of scoring in this game is obviously probably when their defense is on the field maybe making michigan throw a pick and that's when they score um so with that being said it's also a possibility that iowa could cover without scoring a point in this game (laughs) Think about that. You could Jesus. see this going 17 nothing or something like that, right? You yeah. You could absolutely. see Iowa mudding this up and they would cover. Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> that's crazy too. So, boys, out of that, I'm going to respect the hell out of Iowa and everything they've done for oh, me in this podcast this, podcast this year. This I'm taking disgusting. Iowa plus 21 and a half.
0: So, hey, I, I forgot to <laughs> oh, do it. Give me, give, give, give me your score real quick. I got, I, I put my, <laughs> man, I should have won my gut, but you know what? I got 27 6, but that's a 21 point.
1: Oh, that's right. I, I'll think about it while Clint's talking about what, his own. What did I, I think? Twenty one and a score. half,
0: so I gotta so I gotta go twenty-eight, right? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta pick my cover.
1: Yep. Yeah. I'll think about it while
2: I'll when Clint's done, I'll um
1: I'll let you know. Okay.
2: All right. Uh I'm all, I'm gonna drag this out. Y'all had some really good points. Though that that half point, Jacob, that that's <laughs> one of the best points I was gonna breathe the so such a ridiculous thing. Yep. Because it's a, it's, this isn't a regular game. This is a conference championship game. And one of the teams, they're betting if they're going to score a single point in either the first half or second. That's the, one of the most insane things I've ever heard in my life. Okay. All right. I got that out. Listen, uh, I, th- this to me is really just going to be up to is Michigan going to have enough? like want to to just keep scoring. Um uh, not that they score at will per se because they're they're definitely more methodical and uh you know play safer football but they they have no reason to go out and and score like 35 40 points their their tickets punched they're going to the playoff so it's kind of like how safe are they gonna play and it might that might be pretty safe however when you look at who I was played this year, they play in the West for the Big Ten. It's full of mediocre teams at best, and the bottom half of that, that division is not good at all. Listen, <clears throat> when they played the one good team uh, that they played all season, Penn State, they scored zero points. Michigan at least has all par with Penn State defense, maybe a little better. I, I don't think Iowa's going to score all day. And so, again, it's kind of up to Michigan. How many do you want to score just for the scoreboard? Like, how much are you going to be amping up your fans? Like, do you want to win by 17? 17 nothing? Do you want to win by 28 nothing? Like, it's kind of up to them. I'm actually going to say that Michigan does do it. I think that they're going to want to play very hard, kind of show Iowa, like, you don't deserve to be in this conference game. Hardball is going to be there. Give me Michigan to cover. I don't like 21 and a half at all. Uh because that, that's obviously 21's a three touchdown game, then you still have to score one more time to cover. Uh but I'm I'm gonna continue my Iowa hate and assume they don't score and they lose by more than twenty one and a half. So give me Michigan and I'll lay them. Hell yeah you got to score there Clint. Give me Michigan twenty seven to nothing.
1: Oh to nothing <laughs> I got seven nine that's how i will cover three
2: lovely field goals or a touchdown and a safety <laughs> yeah i was i was hoping you're gonna say like 27 to 4 so it's just two safeties
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously that would be all time the perfect way uh, for to wait maybe maybe oh, they'll no.
2: uh no i was gonna say if you
0: block an extra point you can only, you get what two points right Not that's one. true so maybe they'll do that oh god that's actually hilarious all right well so that 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 wraps up all the power five uh, conference championships, obviously, just about. I mean, yeah, every single one is going to obviously have some playoff implication to it. But that being said, I kind of gave you guys a preview on who I, what I think the playoff is going to be based on, who I picked. So I think it's going to be, uh, Michigan number one. I think number two is going to be Oregon. I think I put three Texas, and I think I put Alabama, um, at number four. That's going to be my playoff, uh, picture. Um, Jacob. If you have a prediction, cool, or just like give us some chaotic scenarios, of what's going to happen? I don't know if you thought that beforehand. I, I put you on the spot. We didn't really talk about that, but I, I hadn't really thought about it either until I obviously based off my kind of conference projections. Um, but yeah, obviously the big talk is Texas Alabama, right? Obviously a common opponent. Texas wins. They still have them ranked ahead of them, uh, but there's also a chance we have five conference champions uh, that that are all right there. That that are, somebody's going to get left out. So. Um, yeah, yeah. What, let me get let me get your take on the playoff. What was your final four? So I got I got Michigan at one. Yep. Oregon at two. Yep. Texas at three and Alabama at four.
1: Yeah. So you actually have the exact same ones I do, and I think we picked somewhat similar. I know I think I picked every game different than Clint in the conference championships um, today. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. But my first, like, I think I've got, like I said, Michigan, Oregon, Texas, Bama, and then probably Georgia's the first one out, then Ohio State, then Washington. Um, And then I think you could throw Florida State at eight or something like that. Uh, Because we're really talking about those top eight teams. Missouri is number nine right now with two losses. That's where all the two-loss teams start. Um, So really it's those eight teams. And I think that that's kind of how I see it playing out based on my conference picks. Um, But you asked for a chaos scenario. I think one of the most craziest ones I I kind of followed is what I texted y'all. Right. What happens if Bama beats Georgia, Texas beat Oklahoma State by a lot, FSU barely beats Louisville, maybe by like three points, so it's not a confident-looking win, um, and Oregon beats Washington by three. Um, You would have a 13-0 Big Ten champ Michigan, a 13-0 FSU, a 12-1 Pac-12 champ Oregon, a 12-1 Texas, and a 12-1 Bama. I've, and a twelve and one Georgia and a twelve and one Washington and a one and eleven and one Ohio State. Like a lot, I've seen some people actually say that they would put Bama in over a Big Twelve champion Texas. Over, you know, if it was just those two sitting there at for like that four spot, and I really cannot agree with that because what do we play the games for? There's a head to head for a reason, and Texas and Alabama played head to head. Now I know it was. You know, week three or whatever it was, and they're different teams now. But like, you've got to, you got to account for that. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, right. Well, this, this this is my thing. In that whole scenario, I think that is the only, the only real argument. I don't see how you leave out a power five undefeated team conference like Florida State beat LSU. They beat Clemson on the road, right? I forgot where the LSU game was. But any other ACC champion undefeated, more than likely, is going to be in. Right? If Clemson would have ran the table. You guys would have been in. Yeah. So I don't know how you leave them out. Oregon, Washington, winners in. Michigan wins. They're in. So yeah, I think it is. It is Texas Bama. I think that that's the only argument. I'm not gonna lie. I struggle with this because Texas beat Bama. Obviously, we know that. Like that that, that they have played on the field. But do you go based off if you look at total resume? Texas wins versus Bama wins. Do You have Bama beating is Georgia enough in the conversation? Like, is that enough to boost the resume, or does that not even matter? We have one loss. They're both one loss. Texas beat them. They've had Texas ranked ahead of Alabama already. So you feel like that's how they feel about it. So is that just it, it, Does it, is that enough confidence to say, hey, that like, are they already showing us that's what they're doing? Um. So I don't know, Clint. How do you feel about that? Because to me, that's been the biggest thing the last few weeks is realizing that, like, <clears throat> with with the whole Texas-Bama.
2: Uh, real quick. So that last point you made, like Texas being ahead of Alabama, you're saying if they both won the the conference championship, yeah, right. You and let's put see some it things happen Texas. where like they there's yeah, a fourth yeah. spot open. Yeah. I think then you'd have to be like, what's a bigger win? Obviously, we know the head-to-head. We know Texas won earlier in the year, but the the bigger win is is a win over Oklahoma State. Bigger or whenever Georgia I think we all would agree whenever Georgia right but bigger. but
0: at but at, the, but at the same but at the same time then you're like we you're saying that Bama is so good because they beat Georgia we beat them oh right? I know. I, like, I agree so that that's what I'm saying it's like <laughs> yeah. their resume's so good true but we played and we won yeah, by and, double digits on the yeah. road and if Florida
1: like, State wins, this screws the whole thing up. That's like JCU and me, we have Texas 3 and Bama 4. That's with Florida State losing. If if Florida State beats Louisville, they're in. And we imagine Michigan will win and we imagine that Oregon If, Floor- will win. if Florida but State But even if Oregon doesn't win, Washington will win. So like, we're going to have to pick and choose between Texas and Bama. The only reason the only way Bama and Texas both so, win is
0: if
2: Florida State loses. It's the only yeah, way. Right. If Florida State So this is lose. how I this is how I see this playing out, okay?
0: So it right now Georgia's at
2: number it. Georgia's at number one. I think they stay. I think they do beat Bama. Okay. Then you have Michigan. Right, so, this, so then so then Bama's out.
0: In out. It, it, yeah. Cool.
2: Bama's out. But it still gets weird. Hear me out. Georgia's at number one. Michigan's going to be Iowa. Put him at number two. Washington's going to lose to Oregon. Okay. So okay. Florida State, though, is going to win. Move him up to number three. That's how I have this play now. So what you have is you
0: have
2: Florida State.
0: What's Oregon at right now? Five, five. Okay, and then they're be the out. number. They're not. I was just thinking about how you
2: how you're going to order them because I'm write the done. thing. done <laughs> okay, so I got Georgia. Uh, Michigan essentially, Michigan you. essentially, you're waiting. It, it, it's it's the four spot, right? If if Florida State wins, uh, they'd be undefeated. If Washington loses, I assume they would just move Florida State up, regardless of Oregon winning. Uh, they would move Florida okay. State up to the number three spot. So number four sitting in there open. You yeah. now have a 12 and 1 Oregon team conference champion. And then you have a Texas 12 and one conference champion. And I think that honestly might be one of the toughest decisions you would have to make. Uh and they may just I, I actually I don't even know. Like I don't know how they would decide I, who gets that spot. But well, this is my I thing. I would though. personally it, say it, Oregon in that because how, Oregon's how got how like done the it.
1: crushing win over Utah. Like
2: Oregon's ranking under- right, Utah's, that Utah's, up Utah's right, right think, now. Oregon's ranking right now. Yes. And Utah, I don't even think it's ranked right now. So they, they're not. And maybe that was by design. Maybe they were, Could they're be. like just slowly phasing Utah out so that win doesn't look as big. I don't know. You know, I'm just speculating, obviously.
0: But, well yeah. Oregon doesn't have a, 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 a win and that a team that's still left in the top 25. Wow. That's true. Who does Texas Oregon- have? Utah was the last one. But no, but Clint, to, to go off your point, I have a question. Like, what, what, I, what I understood, which again, whether this was actually from the committee or just from people talking on the playoff show. The way they uh, ranked, all, so those teams have had one loss for a long time. Oregon's had one loss, Texas had one mm-hmm. loss, Bama's had one loss for a long time. And they've ranked them Oregon, Texas, Bama. I'm assuming that they have already con- talked about that, and they're saying, out of these three one-loss teams, we believe Oregon's the better team, and we believe yeah. Texas is the better team.
2: I Bama. would say that, however, they had Michigan above Georgia. They're both still undefeated, and they jumped Georgia over Michigan. So they, but, they will move teams ahead of another team, even with the same records.
1: Yeah, but I think that was, well, I mean, that's what we're talking about, that they had better. obtain well, that's true. obtained better wins throughout the so, the so year. Okay,
2: so so if we go off that right, logic.
1: so then it goes so, down so that's, to. So that's, yeah. so that's
0: on a week-to-week basis. So yeah, that being said, well, Oregon's going to have the bigger win anyway
2: because they're going to be yeah, playing Washington. they
1: Washington, undefeated Washington. So Oregon, yeah, would still get in, in my mind.
2: The Oregon would have the Washington win, but then you would also have Texas. I mean, the, depending on yeah. how you feel about Oklahoma State, but they also beat Bama. So like. I, it's, it's like tough. Like who, who actually has the bigger win?
0: That's what I'm saying. I do, do, not, do,
2: do they take a step
0: back and just go blank sheet resume now? Right? That's what I'm saying. Or do they, well, how, that's, how heavy do they view their own rankings? That's why I say like, <laughs> how, <laughs> that's how that's Texas. <laughs> <inception>. <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
1: that's what I'm saying. That's why it depends on the eye test of like, does Texas go in there and crush
0: Oklahoma State So Maybe 30? it does matter. Yeah, that really that does matter. matter. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, but, but listen, if, but it, if it, Oregon wins a close one versus Washington, I don't hold that against them either. Like, and if you're asking me to, if Alabama, just I know this is a little bit different from what I'm saying, but kind of what y'all were saying, if Alabama beats Georgia, to me, you have to put them in over Texas because it just if you just look at them, if you look at when Texas beat Alabama, then that's a completely different team than what Bama is now. Now I don't know the committee's gonna I look agree. at it that way. Um, but I just think like listen, they beat Georgia. The team hasn't lost in like two and a half years. Like if that's not the biggest win, then I don't know what is. Like to me, so that I, would automatically true. be true. That
1: is so, true. So Clint, can I imply like Alabama, Texas, right now they played on a on a neutral field. You're favoring Bama by how much? I can tell you're favoring Bama. How much yeah, you think? and it
2: would be it wouldn't be by much. It'd be by like uh like like three at the least. I say two. Not and a half. A, not a touchdown, though. It wouldn't be as high as a touchdown. It'd because be like, like three and five. Now that I'm Where, saying where's that it at? Loud, where's, it at? Thinking, where's the game at? Neutral side? Yeah, yeah neutral
1: side. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because now that I'm saying that out loud. I'm thinking, okay, Bama just snuck by Auburn and Texas just raped the hell out of whoever they just played. Like, Texas ooh. Tech. Yeah. Sorry, Texas Tech. But like, yeah, that was 57-7. to seven. Like,
2: mm.
0: If you're talking I mean, about and, who's and, looking and, better I agree. Mean, right Texas, Texas is big in the trenches.
2: But it seems like the community doesn't care if you kill bad teams, like if you kill not great teams. Like they they did that with, um, with Michigan. They, they, Michigan was down, and they or even Georgia. Georgia wasn't ranked. we were like what second or third
0: because they were beating
2: been, bad yeah. teams. I've kind of been against <laughs> that whole like, okay, you beat a bad team
1: forty nine to nothing. Like okay, you still did it. Like. I understand. Oh, I'm with you, Jacob. You can look at a Clemson but that, but that, fan and be like, that's okay, we it? all beat Charleston Southern like that. Okay, that shouldn't count. But like, if South Carolina. Y'all are beat losing the shit to out Charleston
0: of, Southern, though. Hey, shut up.
1: But like, no, <laughs> the, uh, like if y'all, if Carolina beat the shit out of uh, Eastern Carolina or something like that, I'm going to be like, okay, shit, you did what you're supposed to. You beat them by 40 mm. points. Like, Michigan should be punished oh, for that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't punish a team like they fucking did. They beat them 57 to 7. What do you want? Like, Auburn was a very shitty team. You saw that whole thing with Auburn, uh, UMass, and New Mexico State, how they've all traded this year. Those are two
0: shitty teams. Well, New New Mexico State's not bad. New Mexico Mexico State's playing for a conference championship.
1: Yeah, they are. So they're not a shitty team. But, like, why did Bama just barely sneak out a win there? Like, And that's what I'm saying. You could sit here and do this all day cherry picking. So at the very (laughs) end of the day, we were lucky enough for Bama and Texas to play. I know it was, like, the second week of the season, but, like, this is the one time we have a head-to-head. So, why would you yeah. put Texas or Bama over
2: Texas in my mind? Like, that just doesn't make sense what, what? And this is just theoretical. What if Texas had another loss? Would you still put them over Bama? No. It
1: depends who that loss two would be lo- to. So no, so, say, say
2: they lost to Oklahoma. By three points? Or they no, they did lose Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I'm sorry. Yeah. Say they lost to oh, well, whoever. Whatever team you want to pick.
0: Like, I yeah, mean, I yeah. They lost one of these two, close a two games. Loss, a two-loss Texas team should be behind a one-loss
2: Bama. Yeah, yeah. Even though agree. they beat Texas or they beat Bama head to head, yeah,
0: but it did this. Now I don't know if two losses compared to what if what if Texas beat Bama and then they lost four games, you would you're not going to rank them higher.
2: No, there is a now, threshold. Two's, That's two's what I'm asking. Than like, four, d- yeah. Is it just the one more game loss that that, that is your threshold? I I would say, yeah. Okay, so J- Jacob, you're more on the more the deserving side, which is not a wrong side to be on. I'm just, yeah. Okay, interesting. I think, and I mean, and honestly, that's, I mean that that's, that's probably the State, fairest like. way to do it. Like you, the winning, you have to win your games, and I agree with that. Like I do think you're kind of robbing the the playoff of the best four teams by doing it that way. But at the end of the day, you got to win your damn games. Like that right. is what the sport is. That's what sports are all about. Win the win the damn game. And if you don't, there's consequences. And I think what you're sending a message if you. Like what Jacob's saying, you used you, you had the head to head and it was a rare occasion. So you have like a rare moment where you actually have like that data to so you can say, Oh no, Texas actually beat this other team. And you're gonna put them with like that. That's I And, I not, that and, is and tough. not only not only did they beat them, that's an insane environment on the road and by
0: double yeah. digits. Yeah. Right. Like I would go drive. And, and right honestly, up to, like it was a good game, but like Texas is the better team that yeah. night. I would drive over to but, Texas,
1: wherever this uh, committee is, and burn down that building. No terrorist threats here. Can we? But can i please- like that. That would, <laughs> I would not do. I would burn that building down if they fucking put Bama in over Texas. Can like, we?
0: Can we please just get a like? I don't have to see who's saying what. Like I don't even care if you blank the voices out. I just need to hear this discussion from inside the. Like, I agree. Blown out faces. The thing- alter the voices. Let me in that room. Let me see the whiteboard. Let me see the what. The, the, like. Mm. I need to I'll see give you this. this.
1: The only way I could see Bama getting in over Texas is if Texas has an injury like Florida State or they barely sneak out on a game winning. Hold on. Follow me through. Texas barely beats Oklahoma State by three points and Bama just fucking destroys Georgia. Like I'm talking 35 to three. Right. Like that oh, would be the best win of the year for any team. And that would be like, oh shit, yeah, I could, I could entertain that conversation then, um, because honestly, at that point, I would put Bama, a one loss Bama, with that kind of a win over a
0: thirteen and zero Florida State. Florida State would get no, in. No, I don't. I don't like the injury thing. Just because they lost their quarterback, you can't fault them for that. You know people I'm saying? Lose, they would still People get in. lose their best offensive tackles and running backs and receivers. No one talks about it. They lose their no. quarterback and they they can't keep I playing. Agree.
2: I agree. They're so, still winning so, games. So listen, and y- y'all both, I want your answer on this. This whole Texas Alabama thing. If Alabama beats Georgia, now put Texas and Alabama neutral site. Who are you taking? Neutral
1: site. I yeah. personally think the way it should be is by Vegas numbers. Bama would no, no. be favorite.
2: Vegas who would win?
1: Bama would be favored by like two.
0: But no, sir, I think I, I'm honestly, not, I'm not gonna lie. Five minutes ago, when you were giving the the when he Clint, or Jacob was asking Clint about the the points, and I said two and a half Bama. I think I flipped. I think about it again. You go back to the quarterback play and the line play. Quinn Ewers better than Milro. The line, they 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 didn't dominate, but they won in the trenches. And Bama's secondary isn't what they were. Give me Texas the win. they again, they they were blowing by Bama. The defense hasn't changed. Milrose changed. Don't get me wrong. Milrose changed. Defense yeah. hasn't changed that much. Well, I mean so, That was the first me, game I, we I saw Milrow Texas. play
1: good, too. Like he threw a couple bombs in that game.
0: Well, yeah, but he got benched after.
2: I mean, he did. He did. But that was like so. So thing. if if Alabama beats Georgia, you would still have Texas favored in in a, you, in think, a neutral site game. Uh, d- d- I I don't think it that would matters. Be very I, it whatever. may be honestly even like even it may be a pick'em.
0: Okay, what would Vegas do? Or what think, would I do? I think it's even
1: different. like before they played Georgia, I would say right now, I test and everything neutral site. I would almost have a pick'em game between Texas and Alabama now. So, if they beat Georgia, I wouldn't change anything because I would say, okay, they're damn good. They have the possibility to beat Georgia. Hell, I picked them to beat Georgia in this podcast. Like, I would have them you even have, right now.
2: So, you have it as a pick them now and they beat Georgia and you wouldn't change it? Like, you to, do you still feel the exact same way about them? Unless they beat Georgia. So they're in, in my, they're my scenario. It's gonna be but if Florida team.
1: State wins, that's the thing mm-hmm. that messes this up. Like, they're 13 and 0. It's the whole thing that you brought up. It was one of the best points of the whole year. Best or deserving. Florida State is not one of the best teams. I think the yeah. top ten teams would almost be favored over them right now, based but on the know, Vegas They line. won the ACC, which is a good conference, right? But, but that's what I'm saying. They they're, they're deserving of it. They they won a good conference. They, they were beat, undefeated. So like you they have to beat put LSU. They that's beat why Clemson? this whole 12 team playoff, which it should be a 16 team, will fix this whole bullshit. Let them play it on the field instead of just making some old people in a right and, room and we and played great on the field. And Texas, and, and them
0: Texas the won by double digits.
2: Oh yeah. What about Ohio State?
0: They would need a lot dude, to go down. Shit out, honestly, bro. That's actually just, no. It's, a, it's the same. If, same if Georgia loses. Because I knew it's I had same, three teams it's that the would beat be them. Right. It's yeah. shit got, out of luck. Shit I got out of one luck. that'll yeah. beat that's all of
1: The one thing we talked about. We talked about what if this happened? What if this team loses? What the fuck happens if Iowa
2: beats Michigan? What happens in that's dude? It's, I, it's I, almost not a possibility, out. but it Michigan's is. Michigan's out. Well, they are. But if, if, listen, I'll tell you right now. I would beat Michigan. I will on my phone as that clock ticks zero. I will be on my phone buying an Iowa jersey. And I I'm right. I'm that would right be the most yep. psychotic thing. Then, then the whole thing is just set fire to it. Like yep. who knows what's gonna happen after that? So what? You know, what do you do? Like I really.
1: I would obviously wouldn't make the playoff by any means, but like you would drop Michigan out and
0: have Ohio State and Michigan out. I mean, it just depends on what. Hey, question. Do okay. These games are obviously Friday and Saturday. I'm assuming they're changing the the college football of like to Sunday night, or is that still Tuesday? Like, don't no, tell it's, me we're no, gonna No, it's Sunday say, night. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- so this is this is my thing. When 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 do we do our show? Do we wait? till after? Are we doing the middle? Dude, no, we do, do it like, live. Ooh. That's
2: actually I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm down with we that could too. Do it. What time do what time is it, the show? Like eight? Like or seven, probably, seven
0: or I eight. A, they normally do a seven on Tuesday. I bet you it's I bet you Sunday it's at eight. I'm, I'm down to it live. Actually, What's you up, know but, what? Actually, no, no. We we need it. We need live reaction. Yeah. Let's do it. Look that up
1: while I'm talking to you about this real quick. Um, like what time they're actually gonna announce it. Y- y'all realize there's four there are four undefeated teams, right? 12 and 0. Uh, again, this would have, have to have Michigan losing, which is a far-fetched thing, but it could happen. We could have all four of those teams lose in the conference championship, and it would just fucking flip the whole thing in yeah, my yeah. mind. Because Georgia, you know what, Michigan, Washington, Florida State... What's crazy about Florida that is State. we
0: haven't had that the past week. How, how many times have we the last top five... No, top eight teams have not lost? Like, the past few uh, yeah. weeks we've one chaos, and
1: they haven't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We've been wanting chaos, and that's why I said, like, I feel like this conference championship week could be the week that all this chaos happens. That's why I picked... Florida State to lose is why I picked Washington to lose, why I picked Georgia to lose. I'm picking three out of those four. And Michigan, oh, California, shoot. This
0: is going to be Sunday at noon. Oh, perfect. Oh. So we can do it at our normal time? Or we can still do it live if you guys are available. Well, today, I, but-
2: I, I got drilled this weekend. It's the worst weekend for a drill. Well, well. So I'll be... Then we'll uh, we talk about that I mean, to we'll, the pod. But, we'll, uh, have a, yeah. we'll have
1: a reaction. We'll have it out for everybody for sure. Um, Monday morning at the very latest.
2: One last question. I know we're getting kind of long here, but uh, I'm getting fired up. Like, I'm literally sweating just because I'm, I'm just getting <laughs> freaking excited. Uh, <laughs> just like, who do you think would win right now? Ohio State or Florida State? Neutral field?
1: Yeah. Ohio State by like a lot, I feel like.
2: Okay. Not Even lot, if Washington loses this game. Say they lose to Oregon by three or five, whatever. Washington or Florida State.
0: Florida State's defense is actually pretty good, though. They are. Like I but said, you got lose in the in I do, yeah, but like it's upset.
1: I'll put I personally like Washington. I'll give you this Clint. I think <laughs>
0: maybe not. I think you said
1: who's winning? Who you said Ohio State and Florida State, and who else in Florida State? Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I think even with Jordan Travis, in my mind, I think I'm favoring those other two teams over Florida State well, with yeah, Jordan yeah, Travis. So, so this so is
2: why this is why I brought this up because I am on the side of deserving. And again, it's just about what you value more. Right. Uh, and I understand that's not quite fair. Like if Florida State being undefeated was left out and they played a power five conference. To me, I understand how I, that is viewed as unfair. But I think also objectively, you can kind of look at it and be like, they're probably not one of the best four teams. And I get it. The whole injury shouldn't hold them out. But especially without Jordan Travis, they're probably not one of the best four teams. No, so I, it's just and like, I get that. Yeah. what do you want out of it? Do you want? Uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. I, honestly, it's a, I mean, a debate that's never going to end. Right. That's why the 12
1: team playoff will fix this. But like, like I said, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, those are the top four in that order. They're all 12 and 0. They all could win their conference championships and nothing <laughs> will change. It'll be those four probably in that order and you'll probably have a line between Georgia and Florida State that's going to be in the
0: 20s. But okay, but the average, the average semifinal game has been 19 points is the winning margin anyway. However it's been, but this is my thing. Remember a few years ago, uh, it wasn't last year, I don't think, could have maybe the year prior. They, they had whatever four teams and Bama was left out. And they had Bama on, or they had uh, Nick Saban on one of the shows, and they were showing that Bama would be favored against every one of those teams. And he was like, why aren't yep. we in? Clint, go back to your point. There's consequences. You might be the best team in the country. You fall one Saturday, yeah. there are consequences of that. You fall twice, there are consequences. Uh, yeah. Okay, If you want to you say who's got the best roster? Put A&M in the playoff. They have the best recruiting class of the last two years outside of Georgia, and obviously yeah. you got to develop and you got to play well. Obviously, that's, that's, a, that's a, a little extreme, extreme though. It, no, it's, I, a, yeah, yeah. it's an I'm extreme not example. I get it because they're not playing. They're not playing the best. I yeah. get it. But there's consequences for losing games, and Bama lost early <clears> in <throat> the season, and yeah, they I think have a this is the, to, look. If they want to get in the playoff, win this game. How about that? And this you is complain. I honestly
1: yeah. would prefer. And honestly, looking at these rankings, this is a good year to do an eight team playoff.
0: That way you have yeah.
1: the mix of both of them. Because right now right. you'd have Bama versus Georgia, one versus eight. Mm-hmm. Then you wouldn't have, like in the 12-team playoff where you have like a, a group of five team and then you have the top four getting a bye with that bullshit. There shouldn't be any buys. Like Michigan right now would play Texas. Who wouldn't want to see that game? Then you'd have Washington playing Ohio State. Who the fuck wouldn't want to see that game? Like hmm. Just do an eight-team playoff where there's no buys. And then you have the best and the most deserving in there in some form.
2: Yeah, the fourteen playoff never made sense. You have five power conferences, and you have a fourteen yep. playoff. It's and the twelve it's team same. in my
1: mind doesn't make Some, sense. I don't want lies. Out. because yeah. uh, that can hurt or help a team. And I just don't <laughs> want to just play football. Yeah. let more games, the better for everybody. I feel like. Yeah.
0: More I money. Agree.
1: Anybody listening? More money can be made. Yeah, Anyone, yeah, hello? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah,
0: they finally figured that out. Uh, well, guess what, guys? The good news is we don't have a long time to wait. We got a few more days, and this uh, this will work itself out or not, one way or the other. But regardless, it will get worked out on Sunday at noon. Apparently, amen. So, so look out for that. Obviously, we'll we'll have another episode coming up Monday that will have all of the reactions, recaps from this weekend, and obviously the the uh, the college football playoffs, and, and we'll know. So, uh, what you got there, Jacob?
1: Clint, what did you tell us what your fourth team was? I think we cut you off before you said is what your fourteenth was. No, and it's, then um, just we went on that whole thing. I got written down Georgia, Michigan, FSU, and then who was your fourth team? I think he had Oregon.
2: Yeah, I, I I, want Oregon. I think Oregon would be in. You think Oregon? Uh, okay. I don't know the committee would do that, but that's just who, um, you know. Jacob, what's me your four?
1: It's the same as you. Michigan, Oregon, Texas, Bama. Who's y'all's first two out? I've got Georgia would be fifth in my mind, and then Ohio State would be sixth over a uh, uh, one loss Washington. So, Ohio State would be losing to the number one team at the time, Michigan, and Washington would lose to number two, Oregon. So who yeah, are your I'm first right. two out?
0: Yeah, I'm going Georgia, Ohio State. In that
2: order, I would have Texas as first out, and then Ohio State's second out. All right,
0: and then okay, so Bama would have two losses. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll see when it comes Sunday, boys. I'm
0: glad y'all oh, wrote all man. that down. I didn't write anything. I got it down. And you had you had Georgia Ohio State as well, Jacob, on the first two. Yep, out. yep. Oh,
2: Georgia Ohio State.
0: Oh man, dude, I'm I'm with you, Clem. Man, I was getting getting kind of juiced there for a minute because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was fun. It, it, it's like. You you can make sense of it, but dude, something's gonna happen. It's just gonna cause chaos. I, I mean, but like I said, somebody's shit out of luck. Somebody's getting left out. Unfortunately, it's just. I'm way it's telling amazing.
2: you, bro, Jacob. If Iowa wins, man, God, buddy,
0: that you, you might it. have
2: you might have people on the committee that are just like, I quit. Like I don't even want to do this right now. The whole <laughs> state gone.
0: of Indiana might go underground. Like that place might just topple <laughs> yeah. just from from the crowd.
2: Oh, oh man,
0: man. I, I cannot wait for that. Well, boys, hey, we got uh, Commerce championship and then we're going to have what army navy and then uh then we'll start getting into some bowl games and and the playoffs so I can't wait for this weekend man this is going to be huge uh, absolutely huge App, ab- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it alright guys see y'all next time later. see ya